weed up, but what's on the ASA? My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. language a couple thousand years ago, disciples, those who are trying to prepare themselves for entry into the evolutionary level above human, synonymous with the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. We're going to talk to you about the most urgent thing that is on our mind and what we suspect is the most urgent thing on the minds of those who will connect with us. We'll title this tape, uh, Planet Earth About to be Recyclable, your only chance to evacuate is to leave with us. Planet Earth About to be Recyclable, your only chance to survive or evacuate is to leave with us. Now, that's a pretty major statement, pretty bold in terms of religion, in terms of anybody's intelligent thinking to most people who would consider themselves intelligent beings that say, well, that's, that's absurd. What's all this doomsday stuff? What's all this prophetic stuff? You know, intelligent human beings should realize that everything has their cycle. They have their season. They have their beginning. They have their end. They have cycles. We're not saying that planet Earth is coming to an end. We're saying that planet Earth is about to be refurbished, spaded under, and have another chance to serve as a garden for another human. Now, the reason this is such an interesting time is not only because we're on the threshold of the end of this civilization, because it's about to be recycled, but because of where that finds us, where that finds you, where that finds those who would judge us, how we would speak of them and how they would speak of us. Now you say, you keep saying us, who do you think you are? Well, I, in all honesty, must acknowledge my father. My father is not a human father. My father is a member of the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Gave me birth 
into that kingdom before this civilization began. Now, I'm not here to sell you on that, or who I am, or who these are. I'm here to offer you, as these are, an opportunity to know the truth so that if you can connect with it at any level, then you might survive the respading or the recycling that is about to occur. Well, the aliens have been created by the Creator just like us. Many of them exist millions of years before us. That's why they live beyond the 25,000 light years from the center of the nucleus of the galaxy. So they're millions of years older than us and have known uh, the Creator millions of years before us. So they serve Him just like the angels and all the other creatures that live in this dimension and in other dimensions. The biggest difference that we're too busy killing each other in the name of uh, then uh, you ask uh, when will Jesus come? Well, just as the radio frequencies are here and the TV waves are here and we don't see it, then we can't hear it but we use electronic equipment to see and hear so God the angels, the aliens, they're here. You just don't see them. So we need to make the right choices so one day we could all see them and all hear them. So just waiting, they're just waiting for us to wake up our conscience and spread the love just the way they've been telling us for thousands of years and stop the hating and start creating instead of destroying. The Corps and the astronauts, uh, the next major event coming up is Suit Lee Check at around 9.50 p.m. Pacific time. We are under attack. Man all stations. Thank you. 
and that blackout period will begin once Dragon starts to re-enter the atmosphere, scheduled at 11.43 p.m. Pacific Time and should end around 11.50 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, the, at that point, the Dragon really is steering and flying itself and knows where it wants to go, so even though there might not be communications... Four, four Go for the orbit prep. Okay, we are complete through 5 Bravo, decimal 2, standing by for 5 Bravo, decimal 3. Okay, copy, completely complete, and uh, standing, uh, with the exception of 5 Bravo, decimal 3, and standing by for the uh, suit link check. Thanks for the update. So the next uh, major milestone coming up that we'll be looking for is that suit leak check we discussed, and that should be around 9.50 p.m. Pacific time, uh, or, 50, or uh, sorry, that would be 4.50 GMT, the time that the astronauts use for the International Space Station. Uh, and so that will be our next major milestone. We will pressurize the suits. The visors will be down and sealed, making sure that the suits are properly zipped up just in case they need to be pressurized after, uh, afterward or upon re-entry in case there were a depressurization of the vehicle. But those suits will not remain pressurized once that happens. It's just for that leak check. Yeah, it looks like they've started conversations about, um, you know, uh, preliminary actions before the deorbit burn starts, which will happen about an hour after the leak, uh, the leak checks are completed. Yeah, things are continuing to go smoothly here tonight. Um, you know, all the departure burns have completed nominally. We just uh, completed the uh, prop wasting burn and we're heading into the next milestones um, in the next couple of hours and that we're expecting splashdown at 11.56 p.m. Pacific time off the coast of Panama City, Florida. You are watching. Uh, thanks for joining us as we continue this continuous live coverage from undocking all the way through splashdown and recovery. Don't go anywhere, and uh, we will be right here with you all the way. The Japanese military is now officially tracking UFOs. Popular mechanics on. Five days ago. Anonymous view. Japan has created rules for military personnel that experience or investigate UFO sightings. The move comes just a month after the Pentagon officially set up a UFO. 
UFO sightings in North Carolina, what you've witnessed in 2020. Patch 17 hours ago. Anonymous view. See witness accounts of unidentified flying objects in North Carolina, reported to the National UFO Reporting Center. Japanese military given instructions on UFOs. Sky nine days ago. Anonymous view. It is not the first time the Japanese government has made a statement about potential alien spacecraft appearing on Earth. Here's how Japan wants its military to deal with UFOs. Seen it eight days ago. Anonymous view. Defense forces have to be ready for everything, and that includes a possible visit from Iki Japan's defense minister, Taro Kono, issued standing orders on Monday. Air Force General on UFOs, occasionally you see stuff that you can't explain. Task and purpose seven days ago. Anonymous view. Task and purpose asked Air Force General. Kenneth Willsbatch whether any of his personnel had reported seeing any strange aerial vehicles that could be extraterrestrial since. TikTokers start seeing UFOs in the skies. BGR seven days ago. Anonymous view. TikTok is flooded with alleged sightings of UFOs and alien invasions. The app has been promoting some of the videos as suggested clips to users, helping. Where are all the UFOs? Sightings over CE drop in recent months. Yahoo! Nine days ago. Anonymous view. Ufologists typically expect more sightings in the northern US during the summer, not fewer, confounding the skywatchers even further. Japanese military announces it will track UFOs. Vice nine days ago. Anonymous view. Japanese Defense Minister Taro Kono instructed Japanese military personnel on what to do if they spot unidentified aerial objects that could potentially pose a threat to UFO sightings in Ohio, what you've witnessed in 2020. Patch 22 hours ago. Anonymous view. In fact, 2,918 reports of UFOs have been filed so far this year in Ohio. OSC near Nellis Air Force Base, which is home to aliens, conspiracy theorist claims. Daily Express six days ago. Anonymous view. A series of bright lights spotted near an Air Force base in Nevada has been attributed to UFOs by keen alien enthusiasts. Add UFOs to everyday worries including pandemic, LA fires, Russian election meddling, watch the phenomenon trailer. Deadline.com 8 days ago. Anonymous view. Watch a trailer for The Phenomenon, a documentary by director James Fox that examines the global mystery and long-standing cover-up involving unidentified aerial phenomenon. Narrated by 
Japanese Defense Ministry unveils protocol for encountering UFOs. The Japan Times 10 days ago. Anonymous view. Defense Chief Taro Kono asked the SCF to record any such objects that they encounter or that enter Japanese airspace and to take steps to analyze. Green glowing flying saucer spotted in skies over Liverpool. What is going on in Liverpool? This summer, the English city was invaded by giant rats, and now possibly UFOs. Pictures of a green glowing unidentified. Voicemails from Italy. With regards to contactees, we have the, the real ones and then you have the phony ones. The ones that you can trust are uh, George Adamski, Billy Meyer, and the one that I followed for, and I still do follow, and passed away a few years ago, Eugenio Siracusa. And uh, why you can trust these people, because the truth should not be sold, and the truth should not be but, as Jesus gave us freely, we should give freely. Don't make money off of these things. It's really, really negative. It's like selling your soul to the devil, you know? Uh, yeah, the, the Vatican, yeah. They know for thousands of years what's really going on. The only big problem is that... Uh, as we know, the truth will set you free, but sorry to say, they have a, a secret library of the Vatican, so that's the end of the truth. That's the end of the truth. Keep us in the ignorance is not going to help humanity. So that's what's going on. They know the truth, and they keep it a secret. Voicemail from Washington. I'm with the camp of, you know, like Carl Sagan, and, you know, if, if, if we live in a world with such abundant life, uh, you know, deep sea creatures, giraffes, uh, you know, you name it, there's got to be planets that are equally distant from their central sun that, uh, that can inhabit different kinds of life and and you could even get into the parallel universe uh, aspect of it where you know there could be a similar planet that's happening where you know alternative realities are, are occurring simultaneously while our uh, whole universe is happening and that's interesting. Hey, it's Jay Carr here. It is January 2021. And uh, we're talking about aliens. And I have a lot of uh, mixed feelings about the whole thing. It's a deep uh, 
subject for me, and I haven't um, talked about it or even thought about it that much. It's something I don't, um, I'm kind of a space cadet all the time, so if I really, uh, you know, even like stare at the stars, I, I literally, when I was a kid, I was, you know, the gift the telescope and waiting for the comets and uh, I saw Haley's comment. I remember that. Um, but you know, when it comes to uh, extraterrestrial life, like I like, well, of course, I wrote a listen to me about song called Machine. Alien Love Song, and I'll sing it a cappella, which is awkward for me, but I'll just do it and uh, I'll leave you with that. It goes. I love your pale green skin and your almond eyes. I love your long, slender fingers. You got me hypnotized. Alien love song. And then, and then the second verse goes, Won't you pick me up in your spaceship? We can count the stars. We can ride around the galaxy and we can fly by Mars. Alien love song. Alien love song. Leave a voicemail 313-MAN-0231 and we'll put it on the next episode. Three man zero two three one. Or leave us a message online. Thank you for listening.
control. T minus 55 minutes and counting, and the countdown continues to go well. Thank you. 
operations control room, through the communications command and telemetry system, through Goddard and the tracking network, to the spacecraft. Voice communications are routed through the voice communication system for distribution and mission control around the world, in space, or on the moon. Consoles in the mission operations control room, staff support rooms, real-time computer complex, and other key locations enabling the operator to select from the many communication loops available. Storage batteries can provide emergency power should an outside power failure occur. And all voice communications are recorded for later analysis. Telemetry signals monitoring the spacecraft systems and experiments are received through the Communications Command and Telemetry System, referred to in NASA shorthand as CCATS. The heart of CCATS consists of three UNIVAC 494 computers, two of which are active during missions. Telemetry data is received, processed, and distributed on a real-time basis. Digital commands being sent to the spacecraft or experiments go through CCATS, where they are formatted and validated. These commands are then sent to Goddard, where they are again validated and routed to a track. It's so crazy you asked me about these things. The uh, gla the 180-day uh, countdown UFO disclosure, the Galactic Federation news, the blue UFO sighted in Hawaii. I just talked about this on my podcast. I just made two, ep two, two segments about this on my, on my podcast yesterday. I haven't even released this yet. It makes so much sense. We're both in sync on this, man. The other cool thing is, is that two or three days ago, some Harvard uh, scientist or something also admitted that in 2017, we were visited by an alien. So more and more of this stuff is spilling through. I think it's kind of conditioning the minds of the skeptics and the naysayers into accepting these, these ideas. What's crazy is that it's been denied for so very long and now all of a sudden it's like oh yeah okay yeah by the way we were lying but but no one's paying attention to that it's not like well why don't we hold you know how come we can't hold you accountable to this what about all the contactees and abductees they're in mental institutions it, it, those poor people they need to have vindication such magic such magic that those three okay here we go the answer to man behind the machines question the secret UFO meetings that I would attend. There's a guy named Stephen Bassett um, who created the Paradigm Research Group. And he started this whole project about disclosure of the, you know, getting petitions signed. Um, <clears throat> Getting people, drumming up interest, getting people interested in the idea of the government declassifying UFO files and making the public aware that we, we have extraterrestrials on Earth. They're always watching us all the time. Uh, they can shapeshift. They can vibrate at a higher, a higher level than us. So they, in a sense, become invisible. This is why it's been said that if we traveled back in time, uh, chances are the people there wouldn't be able to even see us because we'd be vibrating at a, at a faster rate. So, and this, this, could, this could account for possibly the 
feeling why we feel the uh, time time flies. Oh, this this could this could possibly uh, account for that idea. Anyway, Stephen Bassett. Uh, I don't know how long he held the meetings for, but once a month, I'd gone on three occasions. I visited on three occasions, and the only way to get in there was because was that you had to know someone, and the and you had to know someone. You had to be in the industry, and by the industry, I'm putting that in quotes. That that usually means you got to be in the film or TV industry. Oh, it's become such a common place when you say the industry. It just kind of it means you know the film and TV industry. That can mean if you're a director, a producer. Musician, actor, any of those things, but someone that that is involved with the industry and is a UFO enthusiast or has had personal experiences. And um, every once in a while, he would have these esteemed guests, these guests who were respected within the UFO community. Everyone would go around, introduce themselves, and talk about what their job is in the industry and what their experiences were. And I heard some amazing experiences at this place. It was the first time I heard someone talk about the reptiles. It was, I believe it was... Uh, I heard about the reptiles. Uh, I heard there was a guy who talked about interviews he had with, you know, the highly, highly classified government dudes. And, uh, and they talked about flying from the North Pole to the South Pole in the hollow earth and looking over through the window and seeing woolly mammoths running, running on the ground it's prehistoric in there uh he talked about the hollow earth he t- uh there's a guy who talked about his experiences with coming across a morphing ufo this ufo that would morph right before his very eyes when he would go out and visit his uh, his parents were divorced and so his dad moved out to a farm so he would go out and, and uh stay at his dad's house and he liked to sleep in this barn. He liked sleeping in the barn and being all the, near all the animals and everything. Well, it was in that barn that, um, he started getting visited by ETs and, uh, he said he woke up one time and he, and he looked over and there was this saucer of a ship, but then it went like CGI. It, it morphed into a different shape. Um, there's a woman whose grandpa used to work at Area 51 and told her a bunch of stories. This, it was at that meeting, at one of those meetings. Oh, it was out, held out in Marina Del Rey at a motion capture, capture studio. And it was there that I met Roger Lear. 
Roger Lear has since passed, Dr. Roger Lear. And he, if you look up Alien Scalpel on YouTube, he's still got his channel up there. He's still got his videos up there where he would do these surgeries on people. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's gross. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I can't necessarily look at that stuff because he's really digging in there. And he's operating on people's people's arms uh, or necks or what have you, where they have been inserted with a uh, gosh, one of those little you know a little piece, a little piece of metal. Sometimes it's metal. Whitley Strieber, who wrote the who wrote Communion, he he had asked Roger to to get this piece removed out from behind his ear. But Roger just didn't, he didn't uh, trust himself enough to, to, to do something like that. Um, but he would have these specimens at his laboratory. They, he, in fact, invited us to go out there. He said there was this one, this one, uh, God, what, what the hell, the implant, implant uh, in someone's arm that was like, imagine like one of those boba balls or like a tapioca pudding ball. It's like a little gelatinous, like, so he said underneath someone's skin, there's like a little bump, like a, like it was like a ball and you can move. He's like, you can move if you took like a, a, a pen, you know, pen cap and he moved it along the skin. This thing would follow it. He said it was biological in nature and they operated on it. See what they would do is they would, they had this machine where they would measure the, the implant the electrical impulses, they would, they would measure it. And it, sure enough, giving off electrical impulses. This is why they say that uh, these implants are kind of very similar to when we tag cows to keep track of cows. That's kind of like what the ETs are doing. They're, they're you know, tagging us and, and keep keeping a watch on us. Who knows why specific people happen to be those specific people. I would love to interview someone on the show who has actually – gotten an implant removed i actually know a guy jeff finn the uh the creator of the documentary before the end he's got a very interesting very interesting ufo story implant story so roger lear would say well that's you know if anyone's looking for the smoking gun of aliens existing, I've got the smoking guns. He said, uh, these, these, these are, once, once you remove the implant from the skin, there's no longer any electrical impulse. Then he puts them in these Petri dishes. He said it with the little biological, the little ball under the person's skin. He said they operated, he got that little thing out and the thing stopped moving. What he did was he took some of the blood from the person uh, that they that, that he operated on, he put their blood into the petri dish and put the little, the strange little biological thing in there, hoping that it would, you know, sort of. It's like putting taking a fish out of a fish tank, putting it in a, in a bowl of its own, <clears throat> or into a bag of its own water. Getting used to that before you you jump, you know, dive, put it into a new fish fish tank kind of thing. So he put the he put this this little implant into a bowl of petri dish and the electrical signal stopped uh people from all over the world found out that he was doing these surgeries 
He has some. He has some of the most clear UFO footage you will ever see. It's in Turkey. Look up Roger Lear, L E I R. I believe that's how you spell his name, or L I E R. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll. It'll uh, uh, correct it for you on YouTube. Look up Doctor Roger Lear. Turkey. Turkey UFOs. Some good. He said Turkey. They fly a lot over there. If any, if I have any listeners in Turkey, please call the hotline five six one two zero three nine one seven nine or, and please concern, confirm that. Please confirm that. I want to hear your stories. I definitely want to hear your stories too. If you have some alien implants. Uh, I met a guy there who. His name. He had the he had the blueprints for a UFO. There's a Dr. Barish who used to work at Area 51. He wasn't he wasn't at the meeting, but um, I'll call the guy. I'll just say Joe. Okay, so there was this guy who who was named Joe who'd come to the meetings. Had a lot of great ideas. Stephen Bassett needed to. I I think he he should have listened to him a little more. Uh, but this guy Joe, and I, I, don't, I don't really remember his name. I got to rummage through my storage here and, and look up that the alien blueprint. Uh, but he would, he would, he had the full story. He interviewed this guy, Barish, Doctor Barish, Barish, uh, who worked at a- Area Fifty One. They should call it Alien Fifty One. I'm sure someone's already thought of that. So uh, the Doctor Barish was working there, and this alien. He got to sort of form a relationship with this thing. They would they would interview it um, telepathically, and one day this thing jumped onto his chest, knocked him down, and just stared straight into his eyes and just downloaded all this information, all this information. And so he knew about all the craft and every, crafts and everything, how they're all built. And so through him, he was able to make a, a blueprint of a UFO. And this guy Joe happened to have the blueprint of the UFO. He passed out these to everybody, one to everybody. In the these meetings were great. So that was the secret UFO meeting I used to attend. Look up Stephen Bassett, S T E V E N B A S S E T T, Paradigm Research Group. Look that up. We don't we don't have those meetings anymore, unfortunately. Uh, we don't have those meetings, unfortunately, anymore. It was really. It was thrilling to go in there and hear these people talk about this stuff. Stephen would usually open up the meetings showing the latest trailers and commercials. Um, for movies or TV shows that it had to do with UFOs. And so what, it, what one of the things he, he said was that the media, they know the truth. And it's like, it's kind of like, and these are, the, the, what I'm about to say next are kind of like my own words, um, but they are my own words. It's kind of like when you know an inside joke and you say it around your friends a lot when you're at school, let's say you got an inside joke about, I don't know, the principal, you got this funny little inside joke about the principal and, and you call him Sasquatch. So, you know, let's say in high school, you're like, where's Sasquatch today? Anyone else would be like, what? You know, but you're like, oh, Sasquatch. Those who know, they know. Or if you're a Harry Potter fan, 
you might say, well, look at all these muggles. And a person who's not a Harry Potter fan would say, what are you talking about? But those who are Harry Potter fans would go, oh yeah, a lot of muggles. They would know. There's an inside joke there. May the force be with you. If I say that to someone who's never seen Star Wars, they're not going to know what the heck that is. May the force be with you. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. God bless you too. So... So um, it's kind of that little cheeky kind of, you know, like, ah, you know what? I know a little something. Brah, brah, brah. That's, he said that's kind of like what they do in the media to release truth. To release it in a fictional way. When you release something in a fictional way, your brain can accept it better because it's in imagination land. It's in dreamland. It's a lot easier to accept it because it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's fictional. It's. You know, you're not you're not called to you're not required to uh, give a yes or no answer on whether you believe it exists or not. You know, it's entertainment that way. You're just like, oh, God, that's funny. So so then it's a subliminal conditioning of the brain. It's get it gets used to that condition. It normalizes it in its brain. So then when it comes about, when that thing actually is revealed and actually happens now, now you're like, aha, aha. You know, it's like you've gotten used to, you've gotten used to it. So he says they do that a lot with, with you know, with when the UFO uh, uh, alien type stuff were in commercials and, and movies. He's like, yep, they're priming your brain. They're getting you used to it. They're kind of disclosing the information without officially disclosing it. Stephen Bassett was in charge of the Disclosure Project, which is they brought together all these government officials, and the government officials talked about their experiences. There's a guy named Hellyer, H-E-L-L-Y-E-A-R, which is interesting. That's different than the uh, the documentary Hellier, which is spelled H-E-L-L-I-E-R. That's about Hellier, Kentucky, about the goblins. But that's a side. That's a, that's a side point. That's that's a side thing. But you, you check out that documentary, by the way. But Hellier, H-E-L-L-Y. E R Hellier, um, he was the the, the uh, de- from the Department of Defense of Canada. He talked about the tall whites. Oh God, there there's just so much information on this. You know, it's it's funny. It's so funny that we're even still debating the existence of these things. We've got all these stories, all these stories. If you really want to get highly vibrational, check out. The Unify page on Facebook, Unify, and uh, look on the Unify page and check out the Harmonic Convergence, or you could go to th you go to thc.org and look up all the Harmonic Convergence things from each of those days, and you'll see lots of people talking about UFO sightings, meetings, the ways in which they change their lives. I interviewed quite a few people so far on the podcast that I met through the Harmonic Convergence, actually, that are that are uh, episodes on here. Anyway, thank you, man, behind the machine, for giving me that trip down memory lane. Take care. Thank you so much for listening in Sparato Projecto. Good day. This is your good friend, Pearl Sagan. And you are definitely listening to you 
man behind the machine.
Here's what we learned about aliens in 2020. Space.com on MSN.com four days ago. Anonymous view. Well, 2020 didn't bring any little green men, but it did bring astronomers closer to finding extraterrestrial life than ever before. From organic molecules turning up. I'm an astronomer, and I think aliens may be out there, but UFO sightings aren't persuasive. Space.com five days ago. Anonymous view. If intelligent aliens visit the Earth, it would be one of the most profound events in human history. Surveys show that nearly half of Americans believe. Harvard professor says aliens visited Earth in 2017. Comicbook.com 14 hours ago. Anonymous view. One Harvard professor says that aliens visited Earth in 2017. Avialib says that Umumura, the mysterious object spotted near that time, was a harbinger of. Nashville bomber Anthony Warner sent packages filled with ramblings about 9-11, aliens, and lizard people, the before blast. The sun five hours ago. Anonymous view. Nashville bomber Anthony Warner reportedly sent packages filled with ramblings about conspiracy theories before he blew himself up in his RV on Christmas Day. Tennessee man. FBI confirms Nashville suicide bomber Anthony Warner sent letters to acquaintances about the reptiles running the world and aliens attacking Earth. Daily Mail 8 hours ago. Anonymous view. Anthony Warner, 63, sent materials about his views to people he knew shortly before blowing himself up on Christmas Day, the FBI have confirmed. A friend. If aliens arrive and study our consumer culture, they'd see a troubled society swamped in scams. Dallas Morning News 3 days. The Human Extraterrestrial A Galactic Federation Alliance has already become a meme. The Daily Dot 25 Days Ago. Anonymous View. But now, if a new report out of Israel is to be believed, not only is the United States aware of aliens, but they've been in. The new speak and twisted history of legend of the galactic heroes. Anime News Network four days ago. Anonymous view. Though ultimately, a legend is something illusory. While it may be birthed from some stray fact, the subject becomes so fantastic through each reiteration that, after. So the Galactic Federation could be a thing that exists. MSN 26 days ago. Anonymous view. If you're currently on Twitter, you might see a Galactic Federation trending, which instantly made me think of Star Wars and Star Trek, and yet, for once. Former Israeli space chief says US in contact with the Galactic Federation of Aliens and Trump knows. Fox 5 Atlanta 9 days ago. Anonymous view.
Los Angeles, Haim Esht, 87, former director of space programs for the Israel Ministry of Defense for nearly 30 years said the US and Israel. If there really is a galactic federation, Earth should try to corner the ground car market. Jalopnik 25 days ago. Anonymous view. So, the first thing I think we need to realize about this galactic federation, is that they feel they're much more advanced and evolved than we. Spooky circles in space are puzzling astronomers. IGN 9 days ago. Anonymous view. A mysterious, hazy, circular object has appeared in space, and astronomers have been trying to figure out what it is for over a year. Hawaii alerts the FAA after island residents spot blue UFO falling into the water. The sun three hours ago. Anonymous view. Cops were called after a blue glowing UFO was spotted falling into the water off the coast of Hawaii. State authorities have notified the US Federal. Large blue UFO spotted over Hawaiian island of Oahu before it fell into the ocean. India.com two hours ago. Anonymous view. A few witnesses even called 911 and also the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, which later confirmed it had not received reports of overdue or missing aircraft. From the shadows into the light, the man who broke the UFO embargo grew up in Sarasota. Sarasota Herald Tribune three hours ago. Anonymous view. No UFO reported, investigated and evaluated by the Air Force ever represented a threat to our national security, asserted the USAF, which produced the Blue Book. Has the riddle of Britain's true life X-File finally been solved? Daily Mail a day ago. Anonymous view. The Rendlesham Forest incident began 40 years ago, in the early hours of December 26, 1980, as most of Britain was sleeping off the effects of multiple witnesses spot UFO over Hawaiian island of Oahu. New York Post 16 hours ago. Anonymous view. A Harvard professor says aliens visited us in 2017 and warns more are coming, but a bunch of Hawaiians say they're already here. Large UFO drops into Oahu Ocean, alerting FAA in Hawaii. Uh, negative center, uh, no distinct outline. Tell you the truth, the target is rather brilliant. 
Architect David Vincent. The invaders. Alien beings from a dying planet. Their destination, the Earth. Their purpose, to make it their world. 